Monday, Vayikra, Shir 90. Um, we are discussing Rabbi Gamliel. So, Rabbi Gamliel's family, he had at least two brothers and one sister. His brother, his name was Abba, married Rabbi Gamliel's daughter. Abba, the brother of Rabbi Gamliel, married Rabbi Gamliel's daughter. Interesting, interesting piece of information, but she was not able to have children. So, Rabbi Gamliel did Yibam. Tomorrow, Yibamis. For those that are learning Daf Yemi, we're going to start Bez Hashem Yivamis tomorrow morning, 6.20, or wherever, wherever you want to start. For those that are not learning Daf Yemi, you could still start Mesechet Yivamis. So the Gemara Yivamis says that Gamliel did Yibam on his brothers. Well, that was... <coughs> he couldn't do Yibam on his daughter, right? It was a Tzaras Habas. That's the first Mishnah in Yivamis. Rabbi Gamliel did Yibam on Abba. His brother Abba had two wives. So one of the wives was Rabbi Gamliel's daughter, and the other wife was a different, a random lady. So Rabbi Gamliel did Yibam on his brother's other wife, who is a tsara to his bas. Just to get, just to give you a taste of Yibamas. Rabbi Gamliel had a sister whose name was Ima Shalim, and she was actually married to Rabbi Eliezer, who we'll learn about Hashem. So they were brother-in-laws. Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Gamliel were brother-in-laws. Brothers-in-law. Rabbi Gamliel had three wives over his lifetime, the Talas Tanav Amram said, and he had two sons, Rabbi Shem Ben Gamliel, he's the famous Rabbi Shem Gamliel II, and Rabbi Hanina Ben Gamliel, and he also had two daughters. So his his children, his two sons, were big chachamim, they're mentioned many times in the Mishnah of the Gemara. When Amgamliel was Nifter, his son Rabbi Shimon took over as Nasi. And it went from Hill, Hill, Shimon ben Hill, Gamliel ben Shimon, and then Shimon ben Gamliel. And it went down to this Amgamliel. <coughs> so we have Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel II took over for Nasi after his father. And the Gemara says, by the, the Medrash says, by the Chasana of Amgamliel's daughter, she asked, her, she asked her father to daven for her. And he daven, you should never return here. You should never come back. That's what he said. So it sounds like an interesting bracha. Then she gave birth to a child, and she asked her father to daven, gave birth to a son. And if her father said, may the, the, the word oi, the word of tsar, should never leave your mouth. So she, he asked, she asked him, you're giving me clawless? So he said, both of them are brachas. The first one is that you should have so much simcha in your house, you shouldn't have to come back to your father's house. Never come back to where you are now. And the next one, will, will, your son's going to be very healthy and he'll live. You're never going to have to be concerned. Uh, I, a person is, uh, a lady gets very concerned about her child. She says, Oi, what's my son? He didn't eat yet. He didn't drink yet. Oi, where is he? So you should never have to say, Oi. You, you should, you should, I'm sorry, you should always say, Oi. That was his point. You should always say, Oi. You should have a healthy child and a mother every time the kid comes late or he's breaking things in the house. So that's the Nusach of Oi that you should say. And again, really, it was a bracha. The reason Gamliel did that is because Gamliel was teaching a lesson of the Hashivas of Dibur and every word of Gamliel was calculated. And Therefore, he said it specifically. He worded it specifically in this ayfin. That you have to think about what he says. He's not just giving. He's not just offering you information right away. He said something which could have been explained as a klal or but really, it was a bracha.